Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in ma ba'd. Before we uh, broke ayul ikhwa just before Ramadan we began the chapter bab su'al Jibril an-nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam an al-iman wal islam wal ihsan wa ilm as-sa'a. That is the chapter that we reached <coughs> and we began uh, reading into the chapter uh, the hadith of Jibreel, the hadith al-mashhur, uh, the well-known hadith of Jibreel, but this time in Sahih, Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari uh, via the riwayah of Abu Huraira radiallahu uh, But as is well-known or the narration which is more well-known is the narration or the riwayah recorded by Imam Muslim in his Sahih. And that is via which Sahabi? Umar al-Khattab radiallahu anhu. Um, and as we know, Imam Muslim began his Sahih with that hadith, with this hadith. This is the same incident, the same uh, yani event that took place. Jibreel only came yani one time in this situation, teaching the Sahaba their, their deen, asking these questions. So it is the same incident. However, we see the wording slightly differs, and this can happen. You can have a sahabi who narrates a hadith, um, and yani in that particular narration, there is ziyada. There is an increase uh, yani upon uh, that which someone else narrates. And so, yani if you gather all of these narrations together concerning this particular incident, we find that some of the narrators mentioned that he gave salam. That the man when he came, he gave salam, but some narrations don't mention it. And this goes back to <coughs> yani, uh, that which the Ruwat see as important. Yani, some of them may leave certain things out because they didn't see it as important. It doesn't really change the meaning of the hadith. Yani, whether I mention that he gave salam or not. It's not really yani, uh, of great importance. Uh, but what the scholars of hadith, they mention is that the ziyada of the thiqah is maqbool is maqbool the ziyada of the thiqa is maqbool if we have a particular narration where there's increase in the wording or the meaning and so on then yani, this is something which is accepted uh, and, and yani, it doesn't mean that there's contradiction we don't now come or accept the argument of the one who comes and says well why is such and such narrating with this wording or with this increase and, well so and so didn't mention that hmm? and this is something that may come and people, people of the Shubahat, people of doubts, they sometimes do this. They say, well, look, this, this additional wording that you mentioned here, so-and-so didn't mention it. Through the Ruayan chain of so-and-so, the wording of so-and-so, there's no mention of this. But, as is well known with the scholars of Hadith, the ziyada of the thiqah, the increase of the one who is trustworthy. As long as he's trustworthy, as long as he's fulfilled that criterion of being trustworthy, he's not one who, who lies and so on, it is accepted. It is accepted. Now. Um, and so, Imam Muslim began his sahih with, with this hadith. Uh, but Al-Bukhari, as we know, he began his sahih with Innamal A'malu Bin Niyat, that hadith. However, this hadith is still a tremendous hadith because of what uh, it contains by way of the usul and the uh, arkan of the deen. And that is why Imam Muslim and others began their book, their book with this. And uh, just as Surah Al-Fatiha, is known as Ummul Kitab. This hadith has been known as Ummul Sunnah. 
and the uh, Surah Fatiha uh, also has the name of being Fatihatul Kitab because that is what the yani Fatiha means the opening. That is what the Quran opened with. And so this has also been known as Fatihat Sunnah. Yani according to Imam Muslim, he began his Sunnah or the book of uh, Hadith with this Hadith. Uh, so that, that we, we, we went through the explanation of this hadith, the explanation of Shah Salih al-Fawzan, Hafidhahullah Ta'ala. Uh, so we now come to the next hadith within this chapter. Uh, and that is, for those who are following, page uh, 192. And Imam al-Bukhari, he now narrates from his sheikh. And he says, So that is the sheikh al Bukhari is narrating from him. Now he brings his chain. So he says, حدثنا إبراهيم بن حمزة قال, who said, حدثنا إبراهيم بن سعد who said that إبراهيم بن سعد narrated to us عن, عن صالح from صالح يعني صالح بن كيسان صالح بن كيسان عن ابن الشهاب الزهري from ابن الشهاب الزهري that imam from the tabi'een illustrious imam عن عبيد الله ابن عبد الله نعم عن عبيد الله ابن عبد الله is from the فقهاء السبعة from those فقهاء السبعة those well known فقهاء يعني those Jewish يعني فقهاء علماء from the تابعين فقهاء المدينة فقهاء السبعة when he said فقهاء السبعة what they mean is the seven scholars from Medina, from the Tabi'in. That is who they mean. He is from them. Ubaidillah, Ibn Abdullah, Ibn Utbah, Ibn Mus'ud. That's who he is. Ubaidillah, Ibn Abdullah, Ibn Utbah, Ibn Mus'ud, the Sahabi. Utbah, Ibn Mus'ud, the Sahabi. Naam. Naam. So he is from the Fuqaha Sabah, from Medina. This is why they call them the fuqaha because you had these seven fuqaha all living at the same time in Medina in one place. All contemporaries to one another. So they are well known. Sa'id ibn Musayyib. Sa'id ibn Musayyib, he's one of them. Likewise, Urwa ibn Zubayr ibn Awam. Urwa ibn Zubayr. Urwa ibn Zubayr. Al-Qasim ibn Muhammad ibn Abi Bakr al-Siddiq. Al-Qasim. Al-Qasim ibn Muhammad, who was the son of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. So the, who is it Abu Bakr? Al-Qasim? Al-Qasim? The grandson. Grandson of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. Now, كذلك عبيد الله بن عبد الله, as we mentioned here. He is from them. So we have Sa'id ibn Musayyib, Urwa ibn Zubayr, Al-Qasim ibn Muhammad, that's how many? Four. And then the fifth, Ubaidillah ibn Abdullah. Here that's with us in this hadith or within this chain. Thumma Kharija ibn Zayd ibn Thabit. Kharija. Kharija ibn Zayd ibn Thabit. Zayd ibn Thabit is Sahabi. So his son. And then, that's the fifth. Sixth, Suleiman ibn Yasar. Suleiman ibn Yasar. 
That's the sixth. The seventh, they differed concerning. The seventh, they differed concerning. Uh, it is mentioned that uh, the seventh was Abu Salama ibn Abdul Rahman ibn Auf, Sahabi also. Abu Salama ibn Abdul Rahman ibn Auf. And that is the position of the majority of the scholars that he was the seventh. Abu Salama ibn Abdul Rahman ibn Auf. It is mentioned that it was Salim bin Abdullah ibn Umar ibn Khattab. Salim, the son of Abdullah, the son of Umar ibn Khattab. So the grandson of Umar ibn Khattab. It is mentioned it was him, but the majority of scholars say it was Abu Salama. So let's run past them again. The, we, we said the, the, the seven from them, the first we mentioned. No, no particular order, but yeah, the, the order that we mentioned them. Sa'id ibn Musayyib. Naam, that's one. Suleiman ibn Yasser. Urwa ibn Zubayr. Al Qasim ibn Muhammad ibn Abi Bakr. How many is that? Four. Kharija ibn Zayd ibn Thabit. Ubaidillah ibn Abdullah ibn Utbah ibn Mas'ud. I think that's six, right? So the seventh we said they differed concerning. The majority say he was Abu Salama ibn. Abdurrahman ibn Awf, or it said Salim ibn Abdullah ibn Amar. Naam. So they fuqaha al-Sabaa. All of them being from the Tabi'een. All of them being from Tabi'een. So, because that was an illustrious time, and it all gathered in one place. All of these fuqaha here in one place, in one time together. Now, and you have books, books that have been authored uh, concerning the fiqh of these imams, the fiqh of the fuqaha al-Sabaa. Some books have been ordered concerning this. Now, and so again, we see that it's not just the four imams. People, some, some people, they, 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 they think that it was just, there were only four imams in the ummah. Oh, these were fuqaha, lived tabi'in. All of them from the tabi'in. And look how you can see many of them. Sons or grandsons of who? Sahaba. Fuqaha. So the deen has not, not been restricted, and the knowledge of the religion has not been restricted just to four imams. Now, these are, these are imma, all of them. Now, and so, again, coming back to the, uh, the Isnad and the chain of narration, uh, we came to Ubaidillah ibn Abdullah, who narrates from Abdullah ibn Abbas, the Sahabi, radiallahu uh, anhumah, Abdullah ibn Abbas, uh, who's, who said, Akhbarahu, that he informed him, قال أخبرني أبو سفيان ibn Harb. And so here we have Sahabi narrating from Sahabi because Abdullah ibn Abbas companion and likewise Abu Sufyan ibn Harb. Uh, and in this chain, what, what they say is from the Lapa'i, from, from the nice benefits you can take from the uh, chain of narration is that all of them are Madaniyun. Every narrator here is from Medina or resided in Medina at a particular time. So the chain, all of them Madaniyun. Now, likewise, we have within the chain three that are from the Tabi'in. Three that are from the Tabi'in, narrating from, from uh, the other. And they are Saleh ibn Kaysan, who narrates from Ibn, ibn Shihab, Az-Zuhri, Tabi'i likewise. 
and and then Ubaidullah, who was likewise from the Tabi'in. So three, we have three from the second generation after the companions, three within this chain, narrating from one another. Contemporaries narrating from one another. Now, and then we have Sahabi and Sahabi, companion from companion. Now, these are some of the lata'if that the scholars they mention, scholars of hadith they mention when it comes to the chains of narration. And then Abu Sufyan ibn Harb, who said, Anna Hiraqal, Anna Hiraqal, Hiraqal being Heracles, yani the leader of the Christians in that area of Sham during the Byzant- Byzantine uh, Empire dynasty. Now, uh, that he said to him, yani, this hadith, Al Bukhari, he brings just yani, a very Yani, a brief part of the lengthy hadith that he brings within his own Sahih at the beginning of the book, Badul Wahid. The first chapter is Badul Wahid, the beginning of the revelation. The seventh hadith is the hadith of Abu Sufyan in its full length, where, as we know, uh, Abu Sufyan uh, he was summoned by Heracles and he asked him concerning the Prophet Muhammad and his followers. Asked him a number of questions. Eleven questions he asked him. Many questions. Eleven questions uh, uh, in specific. Uh, he asked. And then at the end of it, he mentioned and he acknowledged that the Prophet Muhammad was a prophet, a messenger from Allah. And he mentioned that if I was to meet him, I would rush to him and I would wash his, his feet. And that he, he's, going to, he's going to take over this very land that we are in right now um, but he didn't accept because and if you go back to the hadith that when he called his people when he called his people to call them to Islam and they were Christians when they rejected that from him and they didn't like that and he feared that they would kill him and likewise he feared now that he would lose his kingdom his mulk and as a result what he did again this is mentioned in the hadith for those who want to go back, you can uh, read the full hadith that he then said to them that I only said this to test you in your faith, that you, that you had conviction in your Christianity, in your own deen. And you have proven that, and so, yani, you passed. But he didn't accept Islam. He didn't accept Islam. Now, uh, but he acknowledged that he was the truth. But because he, a fear of his people, a fear of him losing his, his, his kingdom and so on, uh, he didn't accept Islam. Now, قال له سألتك هل يزيدون أم ينقصون. That Herakl said to Abu Sufyan, I asked you, do they increase? Meaning, أتبعوا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. The followers of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. Do they increase or decrease? Meaning, are they increasing number or are they decreasing in number? Are they leaving? Uh, يعني محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم leaving him and following his message فزعمت أنهم يزيدون and you said you claim that they increase وكذلك الإيمان and likewise الإيمان this is again هرقل uh, saying and such is إيمان uh, يعني it increases يزيد حتى يتم up until it completes and this is the proof that Bukhari is bringing because remember what we've been uh, covering uh, during these various uh, readings of these chapters that we've been going through is that what is proven to us is that Iman increases and how even 
Heraclius, uh, he acknowledges. And likewise, the Iman increases up until it completes. And likewise, I asked you from the questions that he asked. Here, only a few, but like we said, seven, uh, sorry, 11 altogether that he asked. <coughs> um, uh, but Bukhari, he, he brings just this portion here for, to, to, point, to make his point. Um, but what he also asks is this question here. Does any of them renounce his religion and apostate? Uh, becoming displeased with his religion after he enters into it. And you again claimed and said, no, they don't. Likewise, Iman, Hina to Khalit, Basha Shatuhu, Al Quluba. And as just like that is Iman. When it when it's delight, Bashasha means delight. Basha Shatuhu. The Bamir here, the, the pronoun goes back to Iman. Yani Bashashatul Iman. The delight of Iman when it mixes with the Qulub, with the heart. And the Qulub is the object of the action maf'ul and bih, that is why it is mansub. Um, for those who study in the Arabic language. So what he's saying here is, likewise is uh, Iman, when it mix, when its delight mixes with the hearts, la yasqutuhu ahad. No one becomes displeased with it. Now, so this is the hadith that Al-Bukhari brings here now. But the question, uh, what is the connection between this hadith and the chapter heading. What's the chapter heading? What's the chapter heading? Huh? Mm-hmm. So, the asking of Jibreel, Muhammad concerning Islam and Iman, um, and the knowledge of the hour, and Ihsan likewise. What's the connection though? What's the connection between this hadith and the hadith of Jibreel? The proof is um, in the hadith of Jibreel towards the end. What did, Jibreel, what did the Prophet say to the Sahaba after he left? After Jibreel left? Haba, Jibreel, Atakum, Yu'allimukum, Deenakum. To teach you your religion. So the proof is there somewhere. <clears throat> no. what, what, what can we take from this hadith here now? The hadith in this chapter. Oh, within the same chapter, but the hadith that we're taking right now. How is Bukhari using this? I'll give you, the proof, uh, I'll give you where the proof is somewhere, yani, amongst here. Amongst, yani, the, we, we know, we know uh, that... Um, He's proving the point that Iman increases. But also he said, he said, And I asked you, does any of them leave the religion, renounce the religion, uh, after he has entered into it? Because he's become displeased. Again, uh, what we find here is Al-Bukhari is bringing the, 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 the point here uh, that 
Herakl, he mentioned how this is the deen. This is the religion that these, uh, you go back to the uh, hadith in its full length. Um, you find that he asked Abu Sufyan, what does he call to? And he mentions he calls to the Tawheed of Allah, that we worship Allah alone, and that we, um, that we keep the ties and so on, and other actions. And, and so here we have the mention of actions being from Iman, and that Iman and Ihsan and Islam, if we gather the hadith of Jibreel also, that all of these are terms that go back to the same meaning, the deen. These terms can all be used interchangeably. But then of course, if we put them separately, they can have their own meanings. Islam, Iman, uh, Deen, Sharia, they can all have the same meaning. Now, so this is the reason why Al-Bukhari brings this hadith here. Uh, but coming, into, com- coming to the uh, explanation of Sheikh Salaf Fawzan, he says, كانت قريش في الجاهلية يتاجرون في الرحلتين that Quraysh in Jahiliya they used to trade during two trips that they used to make. Rihlatu Shita that trip that they used to make, that journey that they used to make during uh, winter, Shita, and that journey that they used to make in the summer. Rihlatu Shita ila Sham. In winter, they would go towards Sham. And Sham, as we know, is that area of Palestine, Palestine, Urdun, Jordan, Syria, Syria, and that, kind of, that region there. That is Sham. Um, and in the winter, uh, that, that in the winter, they would go to Sham. And in the summer, they would go to Yemen. And Allah mentions that in, in Surah uh, Quraysh. The ilaf Quraysh. Ilafahim rihlat al-shita was um, نعم. And so the Sheikh he says فَرَحَلُوا إِلَى الشَّامِ عَلَى الْعَادَةِ And so Quraysh They went to Sham In the winter On a particular uh, occasion They went عَلَى الْعَادَةِ يعني As they do They know They practice وَكَانَ الزَّعِيمُ الْقَافِلَةِ أَبُوْ سُفْيَانِ بْنْ And the يعني The leader Of that قَافِلَةِ Meaning the caravan Was Abu Sufyan Ibn Harb. Falamma Qadimu Sham when they uh, came to Sham, Kana Hirakal Malik Rum. Hirakal Heracles was the king of uh, Rum at the time. Qad Semi'an Bi'ati Rasul Sulasalam and he had heard of the sending of the Messenger Sulasalam Wahum Ahlu Kitab Yarifuna and they were the people of the book, Christians. They knew the messenger. Yani they knew his signs. They, 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 they were aware that there was a messenger to come. And they knew of his signs. That he was going to be sent. Now, فسأل, and so he asked, He asked them, which one of you is the closest in lineage to this man who claims to be a prophet? Say or claims that he is a prophet. فقال أبو سفيان and so Abu Sufyan said فقلت أنا I said me أنا أقربهم نسبا I am the closest to him uh, closest of these that are with me right now I am the closest from them to uh, Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم نعم فقال أدنوه مني and so 
Hiraqal, uh, he said, bring him close to me. And so Abu Sufyan, as we know, he, his lineage links with the Rasul with Abd Manaf. With Abd Manaf. Because the Rasul is Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Huh? Ibn Abdul Muttalib. Ibn Hashim. Ibn Abd Manaf. Sufyan ibn Harb meets with, well, with one of his uh, forefathers with Abd Manaf. And so, although it's yani, f- further up the, the tree, this is something that can be said. Yani, he, he, he said that he's, he's my cousin brother. Uh, but not direct, as in yani, from the, from the uh, same father who was immediately above, but yani, further up. But this is something that is permissible and something which they normally do. So Abu Sufyan was the closest uh, in lineage. Um, and the reason, uh, there were reasons why Hiraqal, he chose uh, to speak to the one who was closest. Because the one who is closest to someone in his lineage, he's going to know about him uh, yani, and be more well acquainted with him than anybody else. Now, uh, so Sheikh al he says, or continuing with... Um, a يعني, uh, part of that lengthy hadith as we mentioned uh, and then what Hiraqal said to, to, to them is bring his companions meaning the companions who were with Abu Sufyan remember Abu Sufyan at this time was still a mushrik at this time he hadn't accept, accepted Islam until Laylat al-Fatih the conquest of Mecca but at this time, uh, when this took place, this was after the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. Because within, that, within this incident, uh, Abu Sufyan, he mentions that we have a, an agreement and a contract with him. Um, and yani, when Heraclius, uh, he asked, is he truthful in his dealings and so on? And he said, yes, we have a deal. We have a contract with him. And he said, yes, he doesn't break his, his agreements and his contracts. He doesn't lie. Because the reason why he asked that he brings his companions close is because he said to them, Abu Sufyan, Abu Sufyan, I will ask you questions. And if he lies, then I want you to correct him. And Abu Sufyan could not lie yeah, about anything that he was asked. Because something which was well known as Sheikh Ibn Thameen, he mentions, is that from the noble traits of the Mushrikeen in the times of Jahiliyyah, is freeing themselves from kevit, from lying. They found out something, yeah, a tremendous, a tremendous sin, and you know, something which is uh, should should be avoided. And so he couldn't find, yeah, and he, although he he had enmity towards the Rasulullah, he couldn't, yeah, and he, uh, say a lie against uh, the Rasulullah, and yeah, and everything that he answered was, yeah, and he, in favor of the Rasulullah. However, um, he asked and uh, Hiraqal, he knew. That this was from their traits, and he, that's why he asked that his companions be brought close and to speak up if he's telling a lie. <clears throat> now, and so this is the reason why he asked them to come close and stand behind him. Then he said to his translator, because there was a translator between them. Say to them that I'm going to ask this Abu Sufyan concerning this man, meaning the Rasul فَإِنْ كَذَبَنِي فَكَذَّبُونَ That if he lies to me, then they should then say that he's lying. Now, 
فَسَأَلَهُ عَنِ الرَّسُولُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ فَأَجَابَهُ أَبُو سُفْيَانَ And so he began to ask the Rasul uh, questions and Abu Sufyan he answered وَلَمْ يَقْدِرْ أَنْ يَقُولْ شَيْءٍ And he wasn't able to say anything مع عداوته للرسول قبل أن يسلم ما استطاع أن يقول كلمة كذب Even though he had that enmity towards the Rasul before he accepted Islam he wasn't able to say a, a, a word of lie فعند ذلك اعترف هرقل أنه رسول الله. So at that point, هرقل he acknowledged and realized that he was the messenger of Allah. وقال فإن كان ما تقول حقا فسيملك موضع قدمي هاتين. So then هرقل he said to him that if what you're saying to me is true, then he is going to uh, he's going to own or يعني uh, govern and control that. The place of my two feet. Yani Sham. This region. He's going to t- uh, conquer it and, and take over. وَقَدْ كُنْتُ أَعْلَمُ أَنَّهُ خَارِجٍ And I used to know that he would appear. The Rasul. Ahlul Kitab, they knew. لَمْ أَكُنْ أَذُنْ أَنَّهُ مِنْكُمْ But I didn't think that he would be from you, the Arab. فَلَوْ أَنِّي أَعْلَمُ أَنِّي أَخْلُسُ إِلَيْهِ لَتَجَشَّمْتُ that if I, يعني, if I am sure to reach him, if I am sure to reach him, uh, I would go to meet him immediately. يعني, the meaning of that is I would rush to him and go to meet him immediately. And if I was with him, if I was to meet him, I would wash his feet. Now, however, as we mentioned, he didn't accept Islam. Now, Qawluhu, his statement, the statement of uh, Hiraqal, that he he will possess uh, yani the the area where my two feet are right now, meaning the and, and he will uh, rule over um, and take over Sham. The Sheikh he says Bilad Sham that this is that region that we mentioned. وَكُلَّمَا سَأَلَهُ أَجَابَهُ بِالصِّقْ and every time he asked Abu Sufyan, he would answer with يعني, a correct answer and truthful answer. فقال, and he said, فَكَذَلِكَ الرُّسُلُ And so are the, are the Rusul. Are the messen- these, يعني, uh, as such are the messengers. فَكَذَلِكَ الرُّسُلُ فَكَذَلِكَ الرُّسُلُ Every time he would say, and such are the messengers. Such are the messengers. يعني, the, 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 uh, who follows him? The rich or the poor? He said the poor. Such as the messengers. Such are the messengers. The poor follow the messengers. Did they break? Did they keep their contracts? Break their contracts? He said no. He break, He keeps his contract. Such as the such are the messengers. They don't. They're not treacherous and so on. Every question he would say as such. And when he would after ans- asking the questions, he would then re- repeat his answers to him, saying such are the messengers. Such are the messengers. Now followers increase and so on. Such as the messengers. Now, وفي النهاية اعترف الله بالرسالة. At the end, he he acknowledged. That uh, يعني he oh, he acknowledged his 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 uh, messengership, وأراد أن يسلم. And he wanted to accept Islam, لكن قومه من النصارى أنكروا عليه. But his people who were Christian they rejected that from him. فخاف على ملكه والعياذ بالله. Uh, but he feared losing his kingdom, and lost protection is sought. فهنا إذن أعلن عدم إسلامه. At that point, he announced that. Yeah, he wasn't Muslim. And as we mentioned, how he got around that was by saying to them, 
that I was only testing you in your, in your deen. When he, when he gathered his people to call them to Islam, when he found that he, that, that, uh, he, yani he, he was rejected by his people, he then yani, um, uh, uh, made it so that, uh, and told them that he wasn't Muslim. Now, in order to protect his uh, kingdom, that which deterred him and, and يعني, prevented him from entering into Islam was his mulk, his love for uh, يعني, kingdom and kingship. However, he acknowledged that the Rasul was the messenger and the point of evidence here is that which Al-Bukhari he brings in these wordings that he, he brought uh, from uh, Hiraqal uh, this is what Al-Bukhari is um, يعني, um, intending here by bringing this narration so Hiraqal he asked uh, his followers increasing or decreasing uh, his followers are they increasing or decreasing? قال, he said that they are increasing. And this is a proof that he is a prophet. If the Prophet wasn't a prophet, it would become clear. Eventually, it would become clear that he isn't a prophet. And they would leave him. Now, because remember, we said that this took place. You're in the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, and this is after the Hijrah of Medina, so well beyond 13 years. After 13 years, it would become clear that he's not a prophet. They would eventually leave him, because this is when this took place. Now, would they, so the Sheikh says, would, يعني, would they stay with him or would they leave him? It would become clear to them, uh, you have him here, but what the Sheikh said is they would become deceived at the beginning his followers would become deceived they would follow him then it would become clear eventually that he's not a prophet and then, then they would leave him just as happened with the false prophets false prophets the people would leave them eventually but this never happened with the Rasulullah so this is a proof because his followers to this day continue to increase to this day. Islam fastest growing religion, alhamdulillah, to this day. Fastest growing religion in the world. Now, قَوْلُهُ فَزَعَمْتُ أَنَّهُمْ فَزَعَمْتَ أَفْوَنْ فَزَعَمْتَ أَنَّهُمْ يَزِيدُونَ وَكَذَلِكَ الْإِيمَانَ حَتَّى يَتِمْ And you claimed and you said that they increase and such is iman up until it becomes complete. الإيمان, likewise, Iman. And this is the point of evidence here. Al-Iman. Al-Iman. So this shows him that the acceptance of Islam is from Iman. Now, and he's saying that I asked you, هل يرتد أحد لديني بعد أن يدخل فزعمت أن لا. And I asked you, does any of them renounce the religion after becoming displeased with it and after he had entered uh, into the religion and you said no uh, the sheikh he repeats that again and he says the meaning of this is meaning does he leave the religion due to something that he hates from the religion and he said no and then now the sheikh he says that if a person if he did renounce his religion in 
If, if ever a person apostates, he apostates not due to religion, but due to some worldly matter. Now, it is not due to something in the religion. He can't find anything. The person can't find anything from the religion, from within the religion that causes him to to, to denounce the, uh, and renounce the religion. Now, but uh, it is always something from the worldly matters because the deen, as we know, is the deen of Allah. It can't be uh, proven wrong and so on. Um, or there may be something from the religion that he finds something which something which is yani detested, detestable. He he doesn't like it, and something which causes him to to go away from the religion. Yani in his case, la, لكن يرتدو ل لأعراض أخرى. And so what the Sheikh is saying here, basically, a person. Um, always leaves the religion due to something from the worldly matters. He doesn't leave, يعني, um, f- due to something within the religion. Due to something within the religion. Now, or يعني, and this can be understood in two ways: that يعني, there's something within the religion that causes him to 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 run from the religion. He dislikes it. That can happen. That can happen. Some yeah, some people yeah, yeah, they, they can't give something up. They find something too difficult, and yeah, and they they don't practice the religion. That can happen, but that doesn't mean there's there's any aib on the religion, any anything blameworthy within the religion. That's caught, yeah, that person and his desires that he follows and so on. Um, but one who's sincere and submits to Allah cannot find anything within the religion that that causes a person to. To, to, to flee from religions, anything which is detestable. Everything in the religion, Allah has yani, made halal and haram because yani, that is good for the creation. Now, um, but rather a person leaves the religion due to other reasons, or due to him seeking leadership, or or that he seeks uh, wealth, uh, or Agradin dunyawiyyah again of the worldly objectives that he has, as was with the false prophets. And the statement within the hadith, uh, likewise, is Iman when its delight enters and mixes with the hearts, no one becomes displeased. Uh, the Shaykh he says, if Iman settles, becomes settled within the heart. فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَسْقُطُهُ أَحَدٌ Then no one, if it truly becomes settled, then يعني, uh, no one uh, can become displeased uh, with it. لَنَّهُ حَقٌّ Because it is the truth. بخلاف الباطل As opposed to falsehood. فَإِنَّهُ وَإِنْ صَدَّقَ بِهِ الْإِنسَانِ أَوَّلْ وَحْلَ لَكِنْ يَنْكَشِفْ عَمَّا قَرِيبٌ Falsehood. An individual, if he believes in it, أَوَّلْ وَحْلَ The very first instance. However, eventually, and in that which is near, it will become clear to him, and it will become uncovered. Now, and he will discover yani, that that is falsehood. Now, um, that is the end of that hadith, and we come now to the chapter Bab Fadl Manistabra'a Lidini. The chapter, <coughs> whoever saves 
uh, and protects his religion. Now, Haddathana Abu Nu'aym. So Bukhari says that Abu Nu'aym narrated to, to us. Haddathana Zakariya who said, Zakariya narrated to us from Amir who said, Sami'tu Nu'man ibn Bashir. Who said that I heard Nu'man ibn Bashir. <coughs> يقول, رضي الله عنه يقول, I heard him say, Sami'tu Rasulullah يقول, I heard the Messenger of Allah وسلم, say, Al Halal Ubayin, Wal Haram Ubayin, Wabaynahuma Mushabbahat, La Yalamuha Kathirum Minan Nas, Famanitakal Mushabbahat, Istabra Lidini Wardi. And so this is the hadith wherein the Rasulullah he said that Halal is Bayin, Halal is clear. The, the legal matters and the permissible matters are uh, clear and the illegal forbidden matters are clear likewise between them two are matters that are unclear unclear or doubtful many from the people are unaware of them and so whoever uh, avoids and stays away from those doubtful matters, he saves and protects his religion and his honor. And whoever uh, falls into those doubtful matters, like the shepherd who grazes his animals uh, close to those private pastures. Yushik and Yuaqir and Yuaqir. At any moment, his, his animals will enter into that private pasture. Allah wa inna li kulli malakin himan. Indeed, for every king is a, 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 a private or protected fort. Allah wa inna Allah fi ardi maharim. Indeed, the uh, hima of Allah on the earth is the forbidden matters. Allah wa inna fil jasadi mudra. Indeed, in the body is a, a piece of flesh or a morsel. Ida salahat salah al jasadu kullu. If it is sound and the rest of the body and the whole of the body becomes sound, wa ida fasadat fasad al jasadu kullu. And if it is corrupt, then the rest of the body and all of the body it becomes corrupt. Indeed, it is the heart. And this hadith we covered uh, during our reading into, into the explanation of the 40 hadith of Imam al-Nawi. Uh, and uh, Imam Muslim, likewise, he uh, narrates this hadith in his Sahih. Nu'man ibn Bashir, as we know, is uh, Abu Abdullah. Uh, Nu'man ibn Bashir ibn Sa'd al-Ansari Naam And so he is a companion The son of a companion Because uh, his father Sa'd Was likewise uh, uh, Sahabi He was likewise uh, Sahabi And likewise His mother was a Sahabiya So his parents Both of them were from the Sahaba his mother, Amra, Amra bint 
رواحة رواحة عمرة بنت رواحة the sister of عبد الله بن رواحة الصحابي نعم and he was from the sigar of the of the sahaba it's mentioned that he was from the he was the awwal mawlud he was the first child that was born after the hijra from the ansar the first child that was born after the hijra was made the migration he was the first child that was born uh, it's mentioned this is al bukhari he says that others said that he was 14 years 14 months sorry after the migration some say two years after the migration um naam however he was young he's يعني, uh, the point of the, of the passing of the Rasulullah uh, 8 or 10 years old Naam. So from the Sigar of the Sahaba uh, And this is a proof to show how uh, It is permissible to narrate from the Sigar From the young ones As long as they are able to uh, distinguish And they have understanding That when they narrate later on in life When they become older uh, This shows to us that يعني, um, this is something uh, which is allowed and which the scholars of hadith would do. They would accept that which someone would narrate um, يعني, concerning uh, that which they heard when they were younger uh, or when they were يعني, a child and so on. Now, and so this is uh, Nu'man ibn Bashir and this is the hadith and Sheikh Sadaf Fawzan he says that this hadith of Nu'man ibn Bashir that the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Al-halal bayin wa haram bayin, and between them are affairs that are unclear. And many from amongst the people are unaware of them. So the Shaykh he says, Hunaka muharramat bayina. There are matters that are haram and clear that they are haram, such as the drinking of khamar, riba, the taking and the dealing uh, uh, of usury and interest, as zina, adultery and fornication, as sadiqah, stealing, all of these matters are bayina, clear. يعرف كل أحد أنها حرام. Every individual knows that they are haram. ولا يقول أحد إنها حلال. No, no one says that they are halal. وفي قلبه إيمان أبدا. No one who has iman in his heart can say this ever. لا يقول إلا ملحد أو كافر نعم no, no one says this except a ملحد a heretic from the religion or a kafir a disbeliever أما مسلم أسفد مسلم لا أحد يقول إن الربا حلال ولا يقول إن الزنا حلال ولا أحد يقول إن السرق سرقة حلال هذا حرام بين the Muslim no, no, no Muslim would say that riba, zina and stealing uh, halal. Now, and there are matters that are clearly halal, such as al uh, trading, selling, and so on. Mithil hiba, these two are maradif, same meaning, yani gifting and giving to, to, to others. Uh, and likewise, mithil tayyibat, the good and wholesome um, uh, yani things from, from al atayma. Uh, 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 and likewise al-ashriba from the food and the drinks those good wholesome um, and foods and drinks uh, and then the shaykh he mentions وَيُحِلُّ لَهُمُ الطَّيِّبَاتِ in the Quran Allah um, the, uh, the Rasul he 
ميكس حلال فيو طيبات جود هولسم ثينجز لا احد يقول انها حرام نو ون سايز ذات ذيز ثينجز ار حرام ان قالها احد فهو كافر اف ا بيرسون دو سي ذيس ذن هي از كافر هي از كافر الذي يحرم الحلال البين هو كافر any person who comes and makes uh, the halal that which is halal clear and clearly halal he makes it haram then that person is a kafir and vice versa and vice versa anyone who comes and says that zina drinking alcohol that which is clearly well known in our religion uh, that they are haram anyone who comes and makes it halal then he's a kafir because he has, he has uh, uh, made istihlal that which is known as istihlal making something halal um And, and that is something which takes a person outside the fold of Islam. However, there are uh, يعني matters that are مشتبهات. مشتبهات, مشتبهات, شبهات, all of them maradif, synonyms with the same meaning. And that's why you hear يعني, the varying uh, يعني, uh, terms, but يعني, they all have the same meaning. لا يدرى هل هي من الحلال أم هي من الحرام بسبب And so it is not known whether I mean, these matters here, the, un- the, the, the unclear matters, the doubtful matters, uh, it is not known whether they are from the halal or whether they are from the haram due to the khafal adilla fiha, due to the evidences being يعني, hidden. Being hidden. Sheikh Ibn Athameen, rahimahullah, Uh, he mentioned four matters which would be here's point of benefit. He mentions four mat- four reasons why there is that al-ishtiba. That ishtiba, meaning um, why something will be, be unclear. Ruling of something will be unclear. And he says the first is qillatul ilm. Qillatul ilm. First is the uh, lack of knowledge, the, the person not having that much knowledge. Second is qillatul faham. And this differs from the first. Qillatul faham, the lack of understanding. Because the person may have lots of knowledge with him. Maybe he's memorized the whole Quran. Maybe he's memorized books of hadith. But he doesn't have the understanding. So that's how it, this differs from the, from the first. First, qillatul ilm, lack of uh, knowledge or little knowledge that he has. Qillatul faham, little understanding. The third, taqseer fit Uh, the third is him falling short when it comes to reflecting and understanding and researching. Meaning he doesn't tire himself out. He doesn't exhaust himself in trying to understand something, trying to make that istimbat and extract the, 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 under, the correct understanding and the evidence and so on. And likewise, he falls short as it comes to researching the matter. That's the third. And the fourth is... Su'l qast. Person has, has an evil intent. Has an evil intent. Uh, and he wants to follow his desires and so on. He wants to um, aid his madhab and so on. Now, these are the four reasons. So, again, the first was qillatul ilm, lack of knowledge or little knowledge. Second, qillatul faham. The third, taqseer fi tadabbar. Person, you know, falling short as it relates to tiring himself out and exerting himself in, in researching and looking into the matter. And the fourth, and that is that he has an evil intent. And likewise, notice how Allah did not say that no one knows these matters. 
فالوعظ الله سيد لا يعلمها كثير من الناس نعم that many of the people uh, are unaware of them but that shows to us that there are some who do know to some to others like the scholars and so on these are not clear unclear matters but they're clear to them and that's why when it comes to uh, where Allah uh, he mentions that uh, in the uh, from the Quran there are, there are um, muhkamat ayat which are muhkamat hunna ummahat the ummahat of the kitab that they are that they are clear verses and unclear verses the scholars they mention that what this means is to some the, when it comes to the unclear because the clear there's no issues there the unclear that the the reason why they're unclear is that they are unclear to some but not to everyone not to everyone. To some of the scholars, they, that, that, that ayah is a clear ayah. But it's unclear to someone else. And that is why yani we say there are, there are unclear verses. But the reality is that there is someone within the ummah, a group of scholars from the ummah, who will understand those verses uh, or a hadith. And yani those matters are not unclear to them. Now. And so this this brings us to this saying here, لا يعلمهن كثير من الناس that many from amongst the people, uh, يعني are unaware of them. Uh, and so here, uh, the Sheikh he says, فدل على أن القليل وهم العلماء الربانيون يعرفونها. This shows to us that uh, there there are a group and a small group, because Allah did not say uh, the Rasulullah did not say all of the people. But many of the people don't know them. And it shows to us that there are some and a little that uh, do know them. And they are the scholars, the Rabbaniyun, those who nurture the people. Um, they know these matters. So what is the position of the Muslim towards these matters? Uh, his position, His position is that he takes the clear Halal. And that he abandons the clear haram. Um, and that he uh, withholds and pauses as it relates to those matters which are unclear to him. And he doesn't know whether this thing is halal or haram, and this is what is known as and what is called as al-ihtiyat, being cautious. Being cautious. So when he um, withholds, that is him being cautious. فَمَنِ اتَّقَ الشُّبُحَاتِ فَقَدْ اسْتَبْرَعَ لِدِينِهِ وَعَرَدِهِ And so the Rasulullah he said that whoever avoids those unclear matters, for whoever it is unclear to, not for everyone this, because to someone that might be clear, and so he doesn't fall into this. And this doesn't apply to him. Because to him it's clear. But as for the one who doesn't have that knowledge, hasn't been able to understand the matter yet, it's unclear to him, then this applies to him. That he should stay away. And he should be cautious. Why? In order to save and protect his religion and to protect his honor. Because, as Sheikh Tamin, he mentions, because the people, if, he, if, he, if, he, if it's a matter which is 
unclear to most of the people, many of the people, then when he does, does that particular thing, then the people are going to speak about him. Then say, look, look at so-and-so, he, he does such and such. He does such and such. He, yani. And now his honor becomes tarnished. And so the Sheikh, he says, uh, and So this is a person being cautious and yani, um, yani, um, from piety. He stays away from that which uh, yani, he doesn't know. He pauses and he withholds. Up until it becomes clear to him whether it's halal or haram. So during that point and that duration of where he doesn't know, he stays away. But it doesn't mean it, yeah, and it might, it, it's not clear and it, and it may become clear to him later on. It can still be a clear matter later on. Yeah, and it either clearly halal, halal or clearly haram. Now, so if it, later on it becomes clear that it's halal, now he can yeah, and he, uh, do that particular thing or take on that particular ruling. If it becomes clear that it's Haram, then he stays away. But up until that point, if he doesn't know, then he stays away. Now, as for the person who he has no mubalat and he doesn't care, doesn't care. For in who intaha kul halal. He then he this individual he says, yani, everything's halal. mushtabi, and he 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 performs uh, yani, that which is unclear. Or falls into that matter. This person doesn't withhold in these matters, the unclear matters or doubtful matters. Uh, at the end, and if this is his approach and this is his way of thinking, then even though that particular thing may be clearly halal yani to someone else, but the individual who doesn't know that. But he, this is his way of thinking. He just doesn't care. Everything's halal. Or he doesn't seek to, 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 to find out the ruling. He doesn't really research. He doesn't put in that, 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 that effort. Yeah, and sincerely to work out whether it's halal or haram. But he, he just doesn't care. Then eventually, yeah, and even though that particular thing itself may not be uh, haram, his mentality eventually will lead him to, because he takes things yeah, and lightly in the religion, Eventually to fall into haram. So this itself doesn't mean he will fall into haram guaranteed. Because that, like, like I mentioned, that thing itself may be clearly halal to someone else. But we're talking about his mentality. And there could be something which is clearly haram to someone else. Hmm? Um, and then, يعني, um, again, there's, there's two approaches. A person, he looks into something, and we're talking about something which becomes clearly haram, he stays away because it's unclear. And so this person, he, yani, by default, he's going to avoid that haram, even though he doesn't know it's haram clearly. But someone else, it's, it's clearly haram. He, he protects himself and his religion, even though he, has, he doesn't have that knowledge that it's clearly haram. But then you have the one who... Yani, he doesn't know He doesn't know Whether it's clearly halal or haram But he has this mentality That individual Clearly falls into haram now Now um, So this is what uh, the sheikh And other than the sheikh uh, Mentioned concerning this part of the hadith uh, Now 
And then the Shaykh, he, he mentions that which was within the hadith, the Ra'i, the shepherd, الذي يرعى عند الهمه, the one who uh, يعني, uh, grazes his, his animals uh, near those protected and those private pastures. Uh, the Shaykh, he mentions uh, that the hima, you, you're, you're aware of the hima, those private pastures, those private areas, uh, yani in the farm, uh, in the farms and so on. Um, the Shaykh, he says that بَعْدُ الْمُلُوكُ وَبَعْدُ الرُّؤَسَاءِ يَحْمُونَ لِدَوَابِهِمْ أَوْ لِدَوَابِ الرَّعِيَّةِ فِي الْمَصَالِحِ الْعَامَّةِ يَحْمُونَ بَعْدُ الْمَرَعِيَّةِ يَحْمُونَهَا مِنَ النَّاسِ Basically, what the Sheikh is saying that some of the some of the kings, some of the rulers, and so on, uh, what they do is within their land that they govern, they um, they protect certain areas. And they protect that from the people. It's private area. You can't you can't go there because they're they're uh, grazing um, animals and so on. Uh, yani for the general welfare of the people. Litaraha naam ibl sadaqa or ibl ibl khasa. Any those. They, they 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 nurture and they 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 uh, protect those animals which have to be protected for yani in 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 uh, uh, cases of 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 animals that are given in sadaqah and in, yani those animals that are slaughtered during hajj and so on um they they have they has to be there yani animals that are protected and so the the yani the government will have areas that are protected and no one is able to come and bring their animals close to, to these areas. And this is what the Sheikh is saying here. Or that they have their own private uh, يعني, um, uh, animals that they, that they protect and they look after. The shepherd then comes uh, and uh, he brings his animals to يعني, uh, grass or pasture um, that is yani, close to um, yani, uh, to where he's grazing his animals, but it's private in a private area. mahmi, and he's unaware that this is private pastures. Wa and he leaves his animals next to that area, that area that his animals should not go near. Al ghanam these animals, if they see, if they were to see the, the, the grass and the pasture, تذهب بجانب الرعي والخضر These animals, go, they rush and they go towards these areas and the, the khadr, uh, the greenery. They go towards the area. This is naturally what animals do. لأنها لا تدري, because they don't know. نعم. والسبب هو رعيها. And the reason for that is its shepherd. Shepherd is taking them too close to that area, that protected area. Naam. The shepherd who brought them close uh, to that protected area. So this is the meaning of that. Yani it is um, anyone who does as such, yani his animals become liable and it is yani, um, uh it is likely, very likely, that his animals will enter that area. And so what is wajib is that the shepherd يُبْعِدُهَا عَنِ الْهِمَةِ That is what is wajib. What is wajib is that the shepherd, he, he makes his animals distant away from يعني, that protected area. فَلَا تَرْعَاهَا And so the uh, animals not 
يعني graze in that area in that region or anywhere near the protected area فهذا مثل الإنسان الذي لا يتجنب المشتبهات so this is, this is, is like the individual who doesn't stay away from those unclear matters نعم حري به أن يتخطى إلى المحرمات so with this individual it becomes يعني very likely that he's going to now step towards uh, the محرمات نعم because he doesn't really have those boundaries he needs to have boundaries نعم and so this is what is clear from this hadith لكن ما علاقة هذا الحديث بكتاب الإيمان however the sheikh he poses the question what is the connection uh, between this hadith and the book that we're studying here كتاب الإيمان علاقته أن أخذ الحلال البين وترك الحرام البين والتوقف للمشتبهات هذا من الإيمان the connection is that taking the halal the clear halal staying away and abandoning the clear haram and يعني withholding from the unclear matters then this is all from iman and the saying of the Rasulullah that whoever stays away from the doubtful matters uh, then he saves and protects his religion and his honor فَسَمَّاهُ إِسْتِبْرَاءً لِلدِّينَ he called this protecting one's religion فَالَّذِي يَتَوَقَّفْ عَنِ الْحَرَامِ وَالْمُشْتَبِهَاتِ هذا استبرأ لديني سمى هذا دينا this is the point here that uh, the Rasulullah he called this protecting one's religion one who stays away from the unclean matters that he has protected his religion he called this and this is an action it's an action he called it religion نعم ولا شك أن من ترك الشبهات الترك هذا عمل أم لا when you abandon something and stay away from something is this not an action is it an action or not Yes, it's an action. A tark hada amal. When you leave something off, that is an action. Although you're, 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 you're leaving off an action, you leave off drinking, you're leaving off that action of, of, of drinking, you're leaving an action, but that itself is an action. The action of you leaving off an action. Now, um, so the, the Rasulullah he named this a religion, deenan. فَدَلَ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ الْعَمَلْ مِنَ الدِّينِ so this shows to us that action is from the religion. Actions is from Iman. Now it is from the religion. As opposed to those who reject e- uh, action uh, and they um, don't regard actions uh, as a part of Iman and as part of the religion. Now, um, within this hadith, Sheikh Hamid, he mentions that, and we'll finish with this hadith. Um, that the sinful from the Muslims they use this hadith um, as a proof to say that everything's about the heart. It's all about the heart. As long as your heart is sound, because the Rasulullah said that, as we know towards the end of the hadith, he mentioned the importance of the heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and likewise, they also use uh, the uh, hadith, which we also covered um, during the 40 hadith of. Uh, Imam Nawawi, that the Rasul he said, "At-taqwa ha huna," and he pointed to his heart. Taqwa is here, and he pointed to the heart. And likewise, the Hadith, "Inna Allah la yanzur ila suwarikum wa ajsamikum." Allah does not look to your forms, bodily forms, or your bodies. He doesn't look to to them. Walakin yanzur ila qulubikum. But however, he looks to your heart. But here. Yeah, and these again, 
um, doubts that some of these individuals may bring when you're trying to give uh, indi individual da'wah maybe you see someone falling into haram and you and you and it's clearly haram and you say to him look this is haram you should stay away and so on or you should be doing so and so and they say no and iman is here taqwa is here um, and some of them may even bring evidences and so they bring evidences like this um, and quite commonly uh, this hadith that you mentioned uh, that Allah does not look to the to the to the bodies um, to your forms but he looks to um, your hearts and this um, now we can show how the ziyada of the thiqa that we talked about at the beginning um, how uh, it is something accepted and that's commonly quoted with that wording that Allah does not look and it's a hadith which is recorded by a Muslim by Abu Huraira Allah does not look to your bodies or your forms but he looks to your hearts that's a hadith by Abu Huraira and that's the ending of that wording but the very next hadith is the same hadith by Abu Huraira in the same book Sahih Muslim with the exact same wording with the increase though so the, so the addition of and your actions Allah looks but he looks to your hearts and your actions and so this again is a ziyad of thiqah someone within that chain in that first chain didn't narrate that addition of actions but another narrator via another chain he he remembered that and he and he narrated it and he narrated it and Abu, it's the same sahabi in both of the narrations but the ziyada here has come through abu harir said it regardless he said it hmm? he said it but it was left in the first rewire due to one of the narrators within that chain but in the in the other chain yani, uh, the narrators all of them they uh, were able to preserve that that uh, addition um, in that wording that additional wording likewise this hadith itself if you complete the hadith and this is again something which is commonly done uh, they don't complete the full hadith or the full wording this hadith itself is a clear uh, refutation against that mentality and that way of thinking Indeed, in the body is a mudra and a morsel. That if it is correct, then the rest of the body becomes correct. That, is, that itself is a reputation on that. If the heart is correct, and you're saying if it's all about what's in the heart, and taqwa is here, then your actions would then be be correct and would follow that. Naam? So it's not just the heart. But if the heart is truly sound, then the body shall follow. That is why Shaykh Tamim, he said, إِذَا صَلَحَ مَا هَاهُنَا صَلَحَ مَا هُنَاك That if that which is here is sound, then that which is there would also be sound. And he, he's, he's bringing that hadith in line with this hadith. Well, the Rasulullah said that taqwa is here, taqwa ha huna, that taqwa is right here. Shaykh Dameen said that uh, if that which is right here is sound, then that which is right there would also be sound. Now, because this is what the Rasulullah said. Um, and finally, um, here now within this hadith, um, is the aql. Or the question about the aql and where the aql is, the intellect, 
Is it in the brain or is it in the heart? That's a question and a discussion and a, and a, and a, and a, and a debate that takes place. Sheikh Dami, he says that this is a proof that the aql is in the heart. Is that, is the aql is in the heart. And I want to mention yani, something from that, but yani, it's, um, time won't allow, but um, Naam, the Sheikh, he says that um, the hadith shows to us and, point, uh, and, and, and uh, shows to us Naam, that the aql is in the heart Naam, and that which is the mudabbir and, the, and, and, uh, and that which yani, contemplates and reflects and, and ponders and so on is the heart. Because the Quran also bears witness to that. Where Allah, Allah Taala He said, "Afalam yasiru fil ard fatakuna lahum qulubun yaqilun biha." As Allah clearly mentions, have they not, yani, uh, walked in the earth so that they may have hearts yaqilun biha, by way of which they, yani, reflect and ponder. Now, so the end of the the ayah in Surah Al-Hajj. However, what is the Connection of the uh, the the aql with the heart, yeah, meaning how how does that exactly work? Uh, the Sheikh he says, This is something which is not known. And we, we believe it, but we don't know how. It's like the sifat of Allah, we, we affirm them, uh, but we don't know how the reality behind them. We don't know this connection between exactly how it works, yani, the aql. And the heart. Now, however, that which we know is that they are connected. Now, now, when the Sheikh mentions Janis, uh, some some more um, words concerning that, but Yani, uh, we'll end with that. Bismillah Taala. Hada Wassalamu Ala Nabiina Muhammad Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sahbihi Ajma'in. The next chapter, Bab Adal Khumus, Min Al Iman, and the beginning of the Khumus, and that is. And from the spoils of war, given a fifth of that is from Iman. That is the next chapter in the Ta'ala.